Hello, welcome to the Idea of a Man podcast. My name is Omar Zak Phillips and this is part two in the Idea of a Man podcast and I'm so glad you're joining me right now today. It's just absolutely awesome to be here. I'm so excited about life, about this opportunity and about the journey that I'm going on um, as I begin to put all my ideas and begin to make them into content, into uh, these podcasts. Um, I'm also doing lots of writing, I'm doing lots of different things. Um, because I really feel that the message of the idea of a man is something really important um, that our generation right now needs. We need to understand that as individuals, um, the fact that we all have mixed and varied ideas of what a man is, should be, and how that's expressed, um, is actually quite important. Um, and we need to realize that that's, that that's okay, that actually um, we as individuals need to really come to our own truth our own understanding of what an idea of a man is for us so that we can express that truth um, and give that truth to the world but how do we dig beneath the layers of sort of societal um, uh, messages and familial messages and all the other things you know even our own internal dialogues and things to get to some key kernel of truth so that we can express and manifest something that's really going to be meaningful and helpful both to ourselves so we can live holistically and also to people who encounter us. Um, and that's what the idea of a man is really interested in. It's about really getting to the core of who you are, um, enabling you to express that potent reality um, and having the best life that you could possibly live. And as a result, I'm very confident that you will be a tremendous asset and a blessing to the people that you come across in your world and your life and to the world at large. So let's kick this off. Um, the Idea of Man project um, is something that I put together, which is like a 12-month process. The first three months, because we divide into quarters, so the first three months we're going to deal with really just getting to know ourselves, getting that identity locked down. So um, month one, January, is called Who Am I? And this particular podcast today, podcast number two, is literally called again, Who Am I? Last um, week we went through finding yourself and what that meant. We discussed how to go on that journey. Today, now that we've done the finding of ourselves, we're going to discuss, you know, um, basically defining yourself and that whole process of individuating as the unique you that you are and getting to know yourself better and really begin to express that important reality. Um, next week, in this um, continuation of the Who Am I segment of January, we'll look at what are your individual and unique values, and then the next week beyond that, we'll go into self realization. So, as I say, this quarter is all about self-discovery, who am I, next will be where do I fit and beyond that will be how do I survive being me in the earth. We'll go beyond the survival in the next quarter where we discuss things like finances, business and um, recreation, how do you do recreation that really works for you as a unique individual. Beyond that we get into um, family and into our relationships, we get into friendship, male friendship, we get into our intimate relationships and we get into family, you know, how we interact with family members, whether they be our brothers, sisters, siblings, parents, or whether it be our offspring, our children, etc. etc. So that's gonna be quite interesting. We'll get into that. And last but not least, the last quarter, October, November, December, will be soul spirit, soul and body. Um, we get into real practical spirituality, you know, we look to spirituality to help us through bereavement, to help us to find some meaning to life, to um, help us cope with the, 
the hard questions of life and so there's some validity to it but there's so many different weird twists and turns to what spirituality becomes in the world that some of us have just switched off from the whole thing so I really believe that there are some beneficial take-homes in spirituality um, and I want to go through those and talk about what we can actually perhaps glean from spirituality that may be actually beneficial um, so we'll talk about that when we get to that stage spirit soul um, the fact that you have a soul or unique personality that requires or needs to be fed with nutritional food just as much as your body does but in a different way we feed our souls with the um, things we consume the films we watch the books we read the people we hang around with all those kind of things so how do we maintain and look after our souls and then into the body where you know as men as you go through physical things um, you know the statistics on male sort of uh, illness and sickness and disease and the fact we don't talk about them, the fact we take a long time to go to the doctor, all those kind of things and the psychological pain it goes through when we find that some part of our being or our body is, is failing us or not doing what we'd hope and expect it to do, all of that that's entailed in that, if we have a handicap etc etc, how do we cope with those elements of life so we'll get into that. This is a journey and I don't care who you are or what you are, we're all part of this human race, we all have different experiences and there's elements that are going to relate more to who you are and there's going to be other elements which will help you to relate better to your fellow man because you'll be able to see that they go through real things so as men we can be much more empathetic, much more understanding to the state and plight of the men we come in contact with which I think is going to be really helpful for us as a um, as the whole sex that we are, you know, as, as, as men or as males and um, so let's get down to it, who am I? So I want to talk about who am I because it seems like such an obvious question to us as an individual, you know you meet somebody and you say, you know, what's your name? And they say, well, Jack, Fred, Tom, whoever. Um, and that's it, right? Sure. So now we know you? No, of course not. Just, you know, you're not a name, you know. You're a lot more than just a name. So the next question tends to be, so, oh, so what do you do for a living? You know, uh, well, I'm a, I'm a tractor driver, um, uh, you know, I fell trees, I don't know. Um, whatever the case may be, does your job define you? Well, um, no, <laughs> in fact, it doesn't. Um, the reality is that there's a lot more to you than your name, than your occupation, than um, the family that you came from, the family that you're raising. Um, there's a lot more to you than any superficial issues. The truth be told, you are a complex um, and integrated human being. And whether you know that or not, or whether the person who's just encountered you knows that or not, that's the truth and we don't need to express the depth of the fullness of who we are in every single scenario that's not what's uh, what we're discussing here but what we need to do as individuals sometimes is to get a bit of a handle on who we are for ourselves that's important it's not so important that every single person you encounter has the full lowdown on everything about you as a matter of fact you may live a very private life and there may be few people on the earth who actually know the depths of who you really are um, or you may be one who is very willing to share your truth and your reality in various different ways and if that's the case hopefully what you've got to share is, is beneficial and useful for us all. Um, however, the point being self-actualization, getting to know yourself is really key and important. Why? Because have you ever met a person who's not very self-aware, who, who is a little bit ignorant about the effect or the impact of how their life is upon others? When a person is very conscious of who they are and yet at the same time is very um, specific and uh, desires to do bad with who they are, you know, they, they, they don't have any scruples, <laughs> then at least we know that's them, that's them being them and we can just avoid that individual. Um, but when a person is not self-aware, sometimes they can be blundering through life and the problem is we, we, we know, we realize that they didn't mean to, um, 
you know, but the point is that if they'd be a bit more self-aware, a bit more understanding of what was going on inside of them, perhaps they could have avoided whatever it was that, that, that they did, you know. Um, and, and that's likewise with your life. Sometimes you'll go through things and you'll, you'll fail, um, you'll make mistakes, you'll come across things and you'll express yourself in ways that are unexpected to you. And the problem with that and the, the pain of that is, you know, you're just trying to do your best or whatever the case would be, you didn't mean to, but it happened anyway. And if you'd been a bit more self-aware, perhaps that incident or whatever the case would be wouldn't have to have been a thing. But you know, this is the nature of life. We, we're not perfect. We go through this process, we go through this journey, and yes, we make mistakes. Life happens to us, and it's okay, because this is these are the things that cause us to be a bit more introspective, to ask a few more questions, to stop, take a step back and say, who actually am I? What is going on on the internal parts of me? Why is it that I, I want to do this, but I find myself doing this? You know, why, why is there a dichotomy? What are all the different voices that go through my head? We're not even talking about when you get into a situation where you have voices in your head. <laughs> um, all of us as human beings have, as it were, voices in our head. We have a lot of a lot of different dialogue that's going on inside of us and um, coming from lots of different perspectives for lots of different reasons. And oftentimes we break it down into just sort of good and bad, black and white, you know, we try and make it as simple as possible. But there is more complexity to who we are and the choices we make than just the sufficient, that's good, that's bad. Why am I drawn to this particular thing? You know, what is my sensuality, my sexuality telling me about who I am? What is my subconscious trying to communicate to me with regards to my desires, my impulses? You know, if you ignore um, your subconscious and your real purpose and who you actually are, at some stages along the way, um, your subconscious will try to gain your attention. It will, it will and it, it's limited in the means that it can do it. So it does it through life circumstances. It does it through your reaction, in a sense, to things that happen around about you. Um, and that can be quite startling because you can find yourself in situations where you are confused by your own behavior. And that's why it's so important to go on a journey, as it were, of self-discovery. Last, last week when we discussed, you know, finding yourself, we looked at some things you could do practically like some personality tests and um, a values test. Uh, and by doing these things, it enables you to, um, to get a little bit of a handle on some specifics that give you a description in a sense of what a personality like yours does, what your strengths and weaknesses are, and, and what might be your proclivities and things of that kind. It doesn't really give you the full detail, it's kind of brush strokes, it's, 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 it's not the full, the full thing, it's not the reality. You're gonna to have to get to know yourself for yourself a little bit beyond all that. But however, those can be pointers and can give you some level of direction in this whole thing and help you also to anchor yourself. So, you know, what's really important as men is that we don't bottle up and fill ourselves with shame when we make mistakes and things like that, it can be very hard as a man to actually cope with that because failure just seems so debilitating. It seems like that's not what we're supposed to do. A lot's expected of us oftentimes as men. That's just between me and you. Let's, let's be honest, okay? Sometimes um, people in our lives don't really recognize that we're actually just human beings. And um, although there's a lot of criticism for men and a lot of disparagement of us as male species, um, there's also a tremendous amount of expectation that's loaded upon us and um, the, the, the kind of the hope that we would somehow be there to save the day. Uh, but the truth be told, we're just folk, right? We're just, we're just, we're just people <laughs> and uh, we have limitations and weaknesses and all of that as well, just like anybody else. Um, 
However, we can strengthen who we are by some self-awareness. Self-awareness is, is, is a tool that you can put into your arsenal. It's a weapon that you can use as you forge through life by being more self-aware, being more conscious of what's going on in your subconscious. You can um, equip yourself to face the things that life will throw at you um, with an ability to uh, be much more perceptive um, in your responses and also to be able to be getting what you want out of this game of life which is actually what a lot of this is all about. You see, where we go wrong is when we begin to load ourselves up with lots of other people's expectations and other people's ideas about who we should be and what we should be doing with our time and energy. Clarity concerning who you are and what you actually want out of this game of life is of such great importance. Look at the, the length of life. You know, life in a sense, we often say it's short. It, it's, it, there's limitation to, there's, there's time frames. Not only that, energy is, is limited. We, we are limited resources in that sense. You're not gonna live forever. And as you get older, your energy is gonna dwindle to some degree. So the earlier that you can marshal your energy to do the things that actually really satisfy your soul, make you happy, and feed into and build up the legacy that you want to leave on the earth, the better. The longer that you spend sort of doing things based upon um, external people's ideas about what they could use a man for just now, um, the more time you spend on those missions, you know, you look back with some level of regret. You know, that's 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 the truth be told. You look back with some level of well, you know, you're gonna have to put it down to learning. But um, unfortunately, you're not gonna get those moments back, and you will have learned lessons. Believe me, those lessons are very, very, very valuable. They they're the ones that really teach you. The things that I'm saying. As a matter of fact, it's through such lessons in my own life that I've really come to these philosophies and that's why I'm strongly encouraging whoever you are as a man to really look within and ask yourself these questions. So who are you? How do you define yourself? Define yourself to yourself. What type of a person are you? You know, are you a strong, burly, bustly kind of man who's just like, you know, a man's man as they say? Is that who you are? Or are you trying to be that because that's what you've been told is what a man should be? And there's a big difference between those two types of individuals. Some people, they're kind of wired up that way. Um, and that's who they are, right? And you'll find with a person like that, that there's, there's moments of weakness in that individual's life too. And there's going to be times when they get really emotional about stuff. And it might be different to what the rest of us kind of get emotional about or whatever. You know, they'll get kind of emotional about a cat or something crazy. Um, but that's who they are, right? And, and some of that is actually a result of total reactions against trauma, you know, because their childhood was really, really hard and they had to shoulder responsibilities they should never have had to, per se. And then there's other people who, that's in their genes practically, you know, it's, it, maybe it was a trauma of some, um, uh, some great, 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 great granddad way back, you know what I mean? And it's just been carried on down and it's okay, we need those kind of people because other people might win wars for us if the entire nation goes to war or something like that, and I don't know. That's fine. If that's who you are, wonderful. But as men, you know, sometimes we get caught up in, okay, well, that's what a man is. That's what I have to be. You have to be who you are and you have to discover your, you know, like we talked about with the personality types, right? There's 16 types of different personality types. Half of those are kind of more introvert leading. Half of those are more extrovert leading. Um, introversy and extroversy is a thing in and of itself and um, you have to kind of discover that for yourself. You know, if you're a more introvert person, your energy is going to be um, charged up 
in your own company. If you're a more extrovert person, it'll be charged up when you're around other people. So you're going to need other people to be around, to be in the hustle and the bustle and, and all of that, and uh, you know, around folk doing things. If you're an introvert person, you're going to have to come aside from that because when you're around lots and lots of people, it's actually going to be quite tiring for you. You might enjoy it, you might you know, love the company of other people, but at some point, you're going to need to come away from that and just spend some time on your own, whether it be just reading a book or watching a film or doing something where you can just charge your batteries, just breathe a bit, and then get ready to be around people again the next day or whatever the case may be. And it's very important to know how you interact with the world so that you don't have to meet everybody else's expectations and be something that you're not but you can express your truth and when you find people, I mean, if we're honest, okay, probably some of the people who are gonna want a lot from us, perhaps more than anybody else, will be our wives, okay? Why is that? Well, there is a myth or a legend or a, um, a thought that, that often women, okay, there's a saying, that um, women go into relationships with the um, desire to change men. Men go into relationships hoping that their women will never change. And both of them get disappointed because obviously women and men always will change um, and women are disappointed because men change how they change but not necessarily how the woman had intended or hoped um, and there's a whole thing around you know um, not selling one thing and then actually being something completely different you know that's that's important that we don't kind of do that but in the other side of things we are all human beings on a journey so again like I say when we get to know ourselves we can put forward this is who I am and also it can give us that confidence in our relationships so that when a person wants to make us to be something we're not, we can be come back to the grounding and say, you know what, well, no, you know what, actually that's not me. That doesn't work for me at all. I can't do that. I can't throw my energy out in that way. I can't live my life like that because that's not my truth. My life just doesn't work that way. I don't operate in that manner. And that's really gonna be important. So I'm encouraging you strongly in this process of discovering who you are to define yourself to yourself so that you have the ability and the tools to define yourself to others in relationships, especially the most closest relationships that you're going to be involved in, so that they can know who you are, know your truth, accommodate you, work with you, and express their truth, and you can do the same back to them as a result because of that whole deeper level of understanding of who you are as a person. Individuate. To individuate and to know yourself as a unique individual and accept yourself as a unique individual is a beautiful beautiful thing you are acceptable just exactly as you are you don't need to be anybody else nobody's asking of you to be anything but yourself well maybe they are but if they are that's out of their immaturity in a sense that's not that's not enlightened perspective you know we don't need to be asking people to be anything that they're not we need to as mature people simply to Find out who is this individual and what can we, how, how can we individually work together perhaps to achieve an objective or not, you know. If I'm asking something of somebody who they're not equipped to do it, it's not what they're put on the planet to do, then there's no point in me trying to get them to do things. I learned some of these lessons, you know, when I was in church and things a lot, you know. One of the big things was leadership was very, you know, they would tell you, oh, God has got a plan for your life. You'd get involved in church and stuff. The next thing you know, you begin to... Um, become a tool in their hands where they have a plan for your life and they're trying to make you become something and I had to learn the hard way through that experience that um, it's really important to not to allow people to to try to make you into their own image um, into what they need you to be um, you know if you want to lead people in any form whether it be as a, in a corporation if you're a manager or whatever you are find out the unique strengths of the people you're working with 
and help them bring what they've got to the team. Help them express their truth, their strengths, and also find out what their mission is on the earth. What, what are they actually working towards? Um, I've re I, I recently started in my 9 to 5 working in a company where for the first time ever in my entire 20 odd year career, the manager sat down with me and said, you know, what do you want out of life? What are, you, what are your long-term aims? You know, after you leave this company, what do you want to do? And I was able to sit there and talk to them about what I actually want to do. And they said, well, what, what can we do within this job to help you to achieve your long-term aims? Now, that's what I call leadership. Leadership is not about um, me coming over here and telling you what to do. It's about me helping you become the best you that you can be. Why is that so important? Well, actually... You know, me, because I have to hold the position of the title of manager, boss, this or that, and the third thing, um, doesn't make me actually any better than you, right? You might be, quote unquote, in some areas, better than I am, okay? We are all actually equals, this is why we talk about equality, equality and diversity and all this kind of thing. What makes us equal? Well, we are all divine. There isn't anybody more divine than anybody else. We are all um, connected to the source. We are all tapped in we're all spiritual we're all you know beings of great importance we're all luminaries we all have masses of potential within us and this is another element of knowing yourself and knowing who you are you need to know yourself as the spirit a soul and a body it's a, a, a body who's animated by a unique personality who's animated by the very pull power of the universe the spirit that's who you actually are and when you know that you realize that you're a powerful individual but you also when you're interacting with other people that's who they are too. So you have no business, as it were, trying to get other people to submit to you or to, to, to lower themselves in front of you. If you are a leader of any worth of salt or any worth of value as a leader, you'll be getting beneath other people so they can, you can elevate them to be the best them they can be. In what I'm doing right now, any leadership that I'm expressing in my teaching is simply to help you become the best version of you you can be to express your truth to really grow into your reality. I'm not here trying to tell you this is what it is to be a man. This is what it is to be. What is your idea of a man? Let me know your truth. And then how can I help you be the best version of your truth you want to be? That's what it's all about. Can, are you understanding this vision, this vision, this mission that we're not out here playing games with people. We're not out here manipulating people to try and make them into things they don't even want to be. This most imperative thing is that you tell me who you are. You tell me your truth. And then let's see how we can express that reality. Now, in the process of self-discovery, in the process of really understanding who you are, you may find that in your rebellion against sort of the societal norms and the way that people have tried to kind of cage you in, perhaps you've gone to some other extreme. And perhaps you don't need to go as far to that extreme as you maybe have in, in that rebellion. Or perhaps that rebellion is an expression of your rebellious nature and that's an element of your characteristics, your values and who you are. And that's okay too. But knowing the, um, knowing the intricacies of these things for yourself will really help. So that then you know why you're doing a particular thing. What is the drive behind this particular um, emotion, this particular need, this particular desire? What is the impetus? What's causing you to react in a particular way to some particular stimuli? The more you know yourself, the more you get clarity for yourself, on yourself, the more you can, rather than react, the more you can respond to life. And there's, you know, I think it's um, uh, Viktor Frankl 
who said those words in between sort of um, the stimuli and the response there's, there's that, that little space where you can you can taper your response to be something meaningful and rather than just reacting as a, as a reflex you can actually come out with a, a, a response that changes everything that, that changes the atmosphere that changes the way that that next person's reaction or response will be etc and that ongoing process puts you in a position of power and control um, and learning more and more to have that level of control of yourself starts with having some self-knowledge some self-insight and some understanding of who you are as a unique individual so i'm encouraging you strongly to get to know yourself to live your truth and be the best version of you that you can possibly be because actually that's what the world needs that's what you were put here to be and to express um, and the world doesn't need anything else it doesn't need another facade it doesn't need another um, another mask another uh, attempt um, trying to uh, trying to meet up with everybody else's expectations there's nobody's benefit from that so I encourage you strongly know yourself find yourself who are you ask an answer question for yourself who am I and know it intrinsically and express that to the world this is Omar Zach Phillips this is the idea of a man this has been section two and I'm so glad you've joined me have a wonderful week we'll be meeting again next week to discuss what are my values and we'll get into the nitty-gritty of what it is to actually discover for yourself your unique values and how you um, ask and answer that question for yourself the importance of owning your own values and how to be conscious of the values of others and to let them be them and do their values too so this has been almost that Phillips thank you again for joining me have an amazing week thank you <laughs>